Hi, this is Cameron. And I'm Jorge Luis. And today we have special friends from Christ Church Elizabeth City with us. Let's hear their experience and start now. Hopecast. Learning about the life and mission of education equals hope. Welcome to the Education Equals Hope Hopecast. I really am Cameron Graham Vivanco. <laughs> and I am Jorge Luis Rodriguez. I'm the co-founder of Equals H and the director of the program here in Ecuador. And I am the coordinator of teams and training for Equals H in Ecuador as well. As you guys know, Education Equals Hope exists to provide for the education of those in desperate and difficult situations. And our goal, dream, and hope for this podcast is to keep you, our dear listeners, supporters, and friends all over the world, informed as what is happening with our Ministry of Equals H here in Ecuador. Because we could not do any of this without you. So thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Absolutely thankful for all of you. Absolutely. We have three more special guests today in our Ooh. studio. Um, we have had two teams on the ground yes. during this smidge of civil unrest. Yes. <laughs> and so um, we got to hear last week, we got to hear from our friends from the Episcopal Diocese of Upper South Carolina. Mm-hmm. And this morning or afternoon or evening or whatever it is, <laughs> whatever you might be time. listening to this. <laughs> We get to hear from our friends from Christ Church, Elizabeth City. Woo! Woo! Shout out! Um, Some of you may remember that the Reverend Daniel Sensi was a special guest on the show about a year ago this time, a little over a year ago this time, and he made good on his promise to come back with more people. He found out we weren't Episcopagans. <laughs> he taught me that word. <laughs> um, and so we passed the test to come back and work. So um, would you guys please introduce yourselves, uh, your name, your favorite color. No, just kidding. Your name, uh, age or profession, and uh, what church? Tell us a little bit about what you do at the church. I'm Jeremiah Magnuson. Uh, I am 24 years old, and uh, at Christ Church, I'm in the choir, and uh, I'm also uh, studying in school and hopefully going on to seminary, God willing, pretty soon. That's cool. As long as it's (laughs) online, you don't have to actually leave Christ Church. (laughs) I just want to do that. (laughs) Dang it. I do the Acts program. So, yeah. I'm Daniel Cincy. I'm the uh, rector at Christ Episcopal Church in Elizabeth City. I'm 37 years old. What was the other question? Uh, what do I do there? I'm the rector. You actually answered it. That's right. I got you. Thank you. So. <laughs> and we also have their team leader there. No, Daniel's a team leader. We have their team host with us, who's one of our interns that you guys Ooh. heard from a couple weeks ago. Hi, Jamie. Hi. Yeah. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Yeah. Um, my name's Jamie, and I'm from St. Bart's in North Augusta. Um, but this week I am um, one of the team hosts for Christchurch Elizabeth City, and yeah, it's been a lot of fun so far. We're really thankful that you guys, the three of you, are here. Um, Jamie, you were here in the podcast before, telling us about like your experiences after. I think we've already finished training when we did the interview. Right. It also feels like a year ago because <laughs> it does. of everything <laughs> we've lived in between. But um, tell us a little bit, like when you came here, you ha- you just left training and you were just like starting to um, adjust to to a life down here and trying to process everything. Right. How is 
how has it been from that to now that you're actually um, leading a team and able to, you know, um, accomplish the role that you came to do? Yeah, um, it, it's been awesome. I've I've been here uh, twice um, on teams with my church uh, back when I was in high school. And so um, I, I feel like I've been waiting a really long time to finally be able to be here and um, be able to host a team. So um, the team is great, Christ Church Elizabeth City. Um, we have quite a diverse group um, yeah. with us, and so it's really been cool From to get to know them. From sophomore high school to 84 years old. Yes. yes. And yes. every age range I think about every decade is covered in, right. in, that, in that range. So <laughs> it's been a lot of fun to, to get to know them and um, to kind of like walk with them and that experience that, you know, I remember when I first came um, adjusting to the new culture here and um, um, just learning a lot. So it's been really cool to, to walk with them in that. That's really cool. Thank you so much for all you're doing and for mm -hmm. being here with us. And now, Daniel, you're here. You're back here with us, and we're so excited. I think the last time you you came here, it was the first time that I did an interview on my own for the podcast. Oh, I'm glad. That's exciting. I didn't know you. You were like a pro, so <laughs> <laughs> kind of like I went to college for that. That's right. Almost like you have a degree in it. <laughs> yes. But we're so excited that you are back here. And I had like kind of the same question that I did to Jamie. How has it been from like being here almost a year ago, um, trying to dream and plan about bringing a team and now you're able to actually live that plan and that dream out? How has it been for you? It's been great. And when I came a year ago, it was on a, a vision, um, what do you call them, vision quest? or Vision, vision team. Vision, vision team. team. It was a vision you team. You and team of, just the two yes, of you. It was a vision <laughs> team of two. Um, <laughs> so we visited lots of sites. I feel like I went all over Ecuador and all over Quito and um, really got a taste for the culture and the people and um, the different types of ministry that are happening here. Uh, but I didn't get to really stay at any one place. Right. It was really just I kind of stopped and met the people, then off to the next spot. <laughs> um, so it was really cool to be able to come back and to go to two of the sites that I visited mm -hmm. uh, last year. And one was Casa Gabriel, and the other is uh, Diocese Amor, the um, church. And to just be able to really get to know the people better and to um, see their ministry more in depth mm -hmm. and and listen to their stories. It's really been such a, I don't know, eye-opening and rewarding experience. And I'm so glad that we have a good-sized team from our church. There's 14 of us that are here, and they're doing an awesome job Incredible. just mm -hmm. doing doing God's work and building up the kingdom. So. That's really cool. You're here Thank doing you so those much. relationships. That's right. Building relationships. It's really, really fun. We've um, The Vivancos have had the privilege of being connected to Christ Church for 20-some years. Um, and it is amazing that there is such a community of support that we feel as a family. And so exciting to get to continue to share that, that 14, 13 other people besides you who had, none of them had, well, one had been here before. Dr. Right. Katie had been Just here before, but that was... That was it, and that this that there's still that fever and that passion um, from inside the church to come and do this. So whatever you're doing, keep it up. I think you're doing Thank a good you. job over Thank there. You. Keep that. <laughs> and you mentioned the diversity of the group, and I think that's one of the coolest things that we have going for us. That I, when I came back from the vision. Quest. <laughs> We're gonna call it vision, <laughs> call quest. vision quest. Vision quest. <laughs> when I came back from the vision team. Um, 
I reported to the church and talked about my experience in Ecuador, and there were some questions about, well, is this just like a youth thing? Or, mm-hmm. And I said, no, this is for everyone. Mm-hmm. There is something for everybody to do. Um, if it's just sitting and talking to someone and getting to hear their story and sharing your story with them, um, helping wash the dishes, whatever. And, and we had a lot of folks that took me up on that. And mm-hmm. I think that it's been a huge blessing to them. Even our oldest parishioners that are here with us have talked about how valuable they have felt this has been and that they have felt valuable but have received so much too. Mm-hmm. So I think it's really been great. Uh, y'all have heard me say this before, but I think that's a hallmark of when of God's kingdom, when people Absolutely. walk away thinking that they got just as much or more than they gave. Um, that's... That's God's kingdom. Um, Jeremiah, where, wh- wh- I mean, there are tons of questions. To start. <laughs> My first question for you is, where do you feel like you've seen God move or work? Or where have you seen God's fingerprint over the last couple of days? Pretty much everywhere we've been, <laughs> actually. <laughs> um, but especially at uh, Casa Gabriel, um, just to see those those young men hear the stories that of what they've, went, what they've been through. And these boys have been through pretty much the worst the world has to offer, mm. but yet they're, they're still smiling. So mm-hmm. you know, that's really powerful. You know, puts things in a perspective for it. for me and I think others too. Mm-hmm. What happens to us does not define us, mm-hmm. what we do with that, um, and allowing that healing to come because mm-hmm. it's a decision to, to allow, allow yourself to be healed and work, toward, and work towards that healing. And those young men... Um, do some phenomenal work in themselves every day and then outside as they're um, going to school and jobs and things like that. Yeah. So how, what, uh, what called your attention? Why did you decide to come on the short-term mission? Well, I'm also, I just want to mention, I'm also here with my wife. Uh, fortunately, she can't be here. She yeah, was, was going to be, be but... our special guest. <laughs> Daniel's filling in. Good job, Rector. Because yeah. the Rector does everything. Even though they only work on Sundays. But both of us just came together and we heard about um, the mission uh, the the mission that Christchurch was going to do. I almost said the T word. Yeah. But I, almost, <laughs> <laughs> We've got them in <laughs> That's good. But, but um, I just uh, heard about it, and I asked her, you want to go on that? Said, yeah, let's go on that. So we just went on it, and pretty much not much thought into it, just, you know, trying to do good work, and we always want to travel together, and we hadn't been able to at the time. I've had a bit of experience traveling when I was in uh, the U.S. Navy, but this is the first time I got to be in an actual in country and be around a culture of, mm-hmm. of a different culture because I was deployed during COVID. So mm-hmm. I didn't get to experience much except the cold steel walls of a ship. But, you know, but um, <laughs> thank you for but, your service. Uh, thank you. Thank you. But um, it just really uh, spoke to both of us. And, uh, doing a mission, uh, being on a mission team, and going out and pretty much doing what the you know, Great Commission says, you know, mm-hmm. go throughout all the world. Trying to do that. Mm-hmm. I, I love the Great Commission because we are encouraged to do that. And I love that it says, go and teach them everything I've taught you. And that everything that I've taught you is not the 619 or 620. How many commandments are there in the Old Testament? 613. I'm sorry, 613. <laughs> what I love is that I can look at Daniel and I know that he knows the answer. <laughs> it's not the 613 commandments, but everything I've taught you is to love your neighbor as yourself, to mm-hmm. love your neighbor as I have loved you. And that's what we're supposed to go into all the world and teach. So thanks for being a part of that. Thank you. Um, so what would you say to somebody who is, well, I'm going to back up first. Jamie, getting from your position as a team host, 
where have you seen God's fingerprints? Mm. Um, I think it's it's been really neat to um, see how, how this team has been flexible um, mm-hmm. throughout this time. Um, I think that you know, going to Casa Gabriel was not was not our first intention, and um, <laughs> it wasn't even our plan A or B, <laughs> plan C, but um, definitely God's plan A. So mm-hmm. um, it was really neat to just see how this team has um, been flexible throughout this time, and um, just how willing they were to dive in right when we got there. And um, one of the things that really struck me um, during our time at Casa G was. Um, you know, we had quite a quite a few projects going on at the same time, and um, a lot of work was being done. But also, just saw like all across the board, um, members of this team stopping their work and like use pulling out their phone, getting on Google Translate, and trying to ask a question mm-hmm. to one of the Casa G boys that they were working with, and really like prioritize like that relationship and getting to know them and like understanding that you know the projects that we were doing was just an excuse to build relationships with them. So I think that was, that was really neat. Mm, Awesome. Thank you, Daniel. Same, same question as your position as a rector, which you get to do everything. (laughs) (laughs) Or have to do everything. (laughs) (laughs) What, where, where have you seen God's fingerprints? Um, I've seen God's fingerprints. So, so many different ways. Uh, You know, that when we arrived we were stuck in the airport for eight hours uh, because all the roads to the airport were blocked. Um, small detail. And, yeah, small detail, small detail. Uh, should I have said that? I don't that, know. <laughs> we, we already went over all okay, that last week good. in the last week's episode. So that, sounds yeah. good. It's all sounds good. good. Um, <laughs> uh, but just the, the patience that our team had, the care that we received from the people at the airport mm. was really a testimony um, Know, just of that universal desire to love and care for other people. Uh, we had a, I guess, one of the employees at the airport was a member of one of the churches here. Fernando. Fernando. He came and found us and took us to a safe place where we were able to stay, um, you know, and, and hang out until the the um, roads were reopened and that kind of stuff. Um, but even when we were there, the security guards that mm. were, I mean, they were just so patient and so kind. Um and then once we got here to Quito, we've just received that same level of hospitality and love from mm-hmm. every place that we've been, um, and it's it's been been wonderful. And I know our team has tried to reciprocate that mm-hmm. that love and and kindness back to them. So you know, it's just the kingdom of God at work, and that's beautiful thing. Um, I think that uh, as a southerner, uh, <laughs> sometimes we take hospitality for granted, but uh, I've been really struck um, some things that I've been learning recently about God, God's heart for hospitality and what a core value that is throughout Scripture. And when you even look into the Old Testament and you look at Abraham and his sense of hospitality, like he's the type of person that God wanted to partner with. He's just been circumcised as an adult, and he sees three strangers walking up to his tent, and he hurries to meet them. That sense of hospitality. Rebecca, um, I just was listening to a, a podcast about this this morning that um, when Isaac, so I, Abraham had a son, Isaac, and Isaac, then Abraham sends a servant to go find a wife for Isaac among, uh, among his home people. And they get, well, the servant and the 10 camels and whoever gets to, uh, 
the city and is praying like, God, show me who the right person is. And Rebecca shows up and Rebecca. And so a cistern apparently is like, you have to walk down maybe like a story and a half to get to the well. It's not like a well with a bucket. Like we think of like in, I want to say Scandinavian or like country wells with a little brick wall around it. Like the no, like you have to go down there and you fill up your jug and you, you come back up and without, uh, just of her own volition, when he asked for a drink, she says, yeah, let me give you a drink. But not only that, let me water all your camels too. And that was probably about a hundred trips up and down those stairs to get the water. And that sense of hospitality, that's the kind of people that, that God loves to partner with. And so hospitality really is not just a cultural thing. That's a kingdom culture thing. And so it just warms my heart and tickles my heart to know that, um, that Ecuador has that, that sense of hospitality and, and y'all do too, cause it's that giving and receiving. So, um, I just love it when God brings, <laughs> brings themes together mm-hmm. for someone who would be considering bringing a team down or coming on a team. What would you tell them? Come. Uh, you know, it's, it's, it really is a, um, it's a valuable experience, not just in, you know, like Cameron was just saying that it's, it's giving and receiving, you know, there's this, you're, you're bringing of yourself, your offering of yourself, your Mm -hmm. services, your, um, your faith, uh, but you're receiving those same things back. Uh, you receive God's blessings abundantly from, Mm -hmm. uh, the people who are here from the the mission hosts uh, like Jamie, from the, the team leaders, from everybody. You know, it's really just um, a time to, to, receive, to receive the Holy Spirit in a new and different way. And mm-hmm. I would just encourage, if you're, if you're thinking about it, just stop thinking and do it, mm-hmm. you know. <laughs> come, on, come on to Ecuador. Uh, they'll welcome you with open arms. Um, you probably won't even have to wait eight hours at the airport. So, you <laughs> know. Kind of, let's hope that this is one and done. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks, Daniel. Well, I don't mean to piggy out, piggyback off of Daniel, but I think I'm going to. Um, yeah, just come. Um, I know there's probably tons of things that people think about, oh, I, I, I want to do that, but I can't, you know, the, the house and the dog and and the, the lawn that's going to grow without me there to cut it and the HOA that's going <laughs> to... Tell me to need to cut my grass. I only say that because I think that's what's going to happen to me. Because uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, my grass was already long when I left. But anyways, but um, there's tons of reasons and tons of uh, people, things that people come up with to not come and do something. But Olivia and I, uh, we just decided, no, we're going to commit to this and, and do it. Um, and we already thought that it was going to be a great experience, but it's been even better than we could have even imagined that it could be. Mm. Yeah, just... Just do it, really. Praise God. Thank you. Thanks, Jeremiah. And we aren't actually paying these people to say these things. (laughs) We are not. We're not. Thankful that they're sharing this, Mm -hmm. but we're not paying them. How would you answer that, Jamie? Um... I would say, you know, it's 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 difficult to explain really what this experience is like um, to someone who hasn't been. So, um, you know, just like like they've said, like you've got to come and, and see for it yourself. And um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. It, it's it's really hard to explain like the impact that it can have on you. But um, you know, I came for the first time seven years ago, and and I'm not sure if you know, if I would have thought that I would have been back here. Um, 
seven years later now. So, um, I'm still, I'm still finding out, um, you know, what that first experience in Ecuador in 2015 has had on my life and still seeing, seeing the fruit that I've been bearing from this Mm -hmm. experience. So, um, it's pretty, it's, it's pretty incredible. Thank you. Thank you guys. Thanks for taking time out of your rest opportunity this afternoon to come be a part of the HopeCast. If you would like to bring a team, um, if you would like more information about a team, if you would like to come on a vision team um, or a mission team, any of those, please email me at Cameron at educationequalshope.org. We'd love to get you connected or you can email uh, John at educationalshope.org because he is about to uh, take over the administration and all those logistics. <laughs> and if you would like to help provide a micro scholarship for a student in a desperate and difficult situation um, through these churches where our teams get to go work and serve and form relationship, if you would like to support a student day by day through one of these churches, please also go to educationalshope.org and find the donate now button. We can't do it without you. We are so thankful for you and thank you for for all that you're doing. Thank you so much. See you next time. Bye-bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to our HopeCast. If you want to join the mission or know more about it, please visit our webpage, www.educationequalshope.org or check our YouTube channel and Instagram with the same name.